You are listening to the best frantic times. Ooh, I want to suck your blood. Long distance. Over the radio. Internet. So modern. Boy, you're sharp. I'm you're sharp. really on okay, top. Okay, let me of start. Things. Let me start. Shh, 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 let me impress shh, the shh, listeners shh, out there. Okay. So, okay. Oh, shh, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Best of Frantic Times podcasts. With me is the eminent Peter Waldman. Hi. I threw my hands at you, and you didn't say anything. Well, I was waiting for a big word, and you. <laughs> eminent. Uh, it's the my word of the show. Isn't it eminence? And, uh, Imminence. Okay, fine. It's my, and I'm the imminence, Paul Chatto. Very good. And you do that job so well. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I very much enjoy listening to these shows. Well, and we hope a lot of people do, and we thank you for downloading it, and we thank you for joining us. And we're getting some great comments, too. Although, on one of the previous shows, I did a, a piece on how um, women at shows, at comedy shows, don't really think uh, comedians are very hunky. And uh, it's really the the rock musicians that they like and the sketch comedians they didn't really care about. But this one girl... Okay. I'll, I'll, this I'll one, allow that. I'm pretty sure... I know there are a few stand-ups out there that are real hound dogs. And yeah. uh, I think it's... I think they're like truffles, Paul. If you go looking for them, they're there. We just were never big players. Uh, anyway, this one uh, wonderful person, uh, Elisa Ward, disagreed with my theory and oh. said, um, Comedy never does well with girls? Are you kidding? I'm a humor sexual and would prefer a funny guy over a buff one any day. Untrue statement, boys. Oh, that was very nice. That's that's wonderful. Here's will will she find the next one funny? Will she find this next piece funny? Uh, Mrs. Sarnicky cake? Yes. Yes, I think so. Good. Let's play it. Mrs. Sarnicky doesn't know it, but one of these two chocolate cake mixes is made with Simon's cake mix. How does this one taste, Mrs. Sarnicky? Very good. I love it. I would pay $15 for one slice of this cake. Now try the other one. Look, very, very bad. It's like dirt and maggots. I'd rather lose my driving skills than eat another piece of this poo. Turn over the cards, Mrs. Sarnicky, and see which one you picked. Oh, my goodness. Imagine my stunned expression. You picked the Simon's cake mix. This is more unexpected than a horse with nine legs. Mrs. Sarnicky, why did you prefer Simon's? It's quality food. It's like winning your own forest. I'm going to mortgage my house and buy a box. Oh, Mrs. Sarnicky, Simon's cake mix is cheaper than homemade. Are you saying this just to torture me? No. In fact, here's a free box just for taking our test. Please, have my shoe as a small token of my thanks. Millions of housewives agree. Simon's cake mix is better than homemade. And welcome to Reach for the Top. I'm your host, Jan Tennant, and this week's contestants are R.H. King, Secondary of Toronto, and Petrol High of Calgary. I wish you both the best of luck. Our first question is geographical What is the capital city of Finland? Uh, 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 oh, oh. oh. No one? Uh, 
The answer is Helsinki, oh. as in the Helsinki Accords. Oh. All right. All right, history is next. Who was Napoleon's adversary at the Battle of Waterloo? Um. Uh. <laughs> um. Oh. The Duke of Wellington. Oh. 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 <laughs> All right. Now for our 20-point toss-up, listen to this piece of music. Petro High. That's ACDC. The song is Let's Get It Up, written by Angus Young, and the singer is Brian Johnson. Thank you, that's correct. And the guitarist was Malcolm Young, right? uh, (laughs) Phil Rudd on drums. And the album was produced by Robert Lang. Uh, Yes, that's right, Petro. That's right, Petro. We don't need all of that information. Petro ahead by 20. Here's a math toss-up. What's 10 minus 5? Uh, 10 minus 5? 5. Petro? 2. No! Uh, R.H. King? Two? No! <laughs> no, the answer is five, but there's, oh, a, second, oh, there's right. a second part to this question. Five. Which drug enhances sex, hash glue or MDA? R.H. King? MDA. Yes, that's correct. You want some? No. <laughs> The game is tied at 20. For 10 points, how many chicks can you get in the back of a jacked-up charger? Petro? None. For 10 bonus points, can you tell me why? Well, the back seat's already full of beer, right? <laughs> now, this one uh, coming up is called Gold, Gold, Gold. And, uh, well, I don't want to give the premise away too much, but it is about uh, uh, four prospectors. prospectors. Yep. Yes. Yep. And everything they see, that's gold. And they shout and scream, and they run after it. Now, we did it live. I only remember it doing once at the change of pace in London. Uh, and uh, it required us to run about the not only the, the restaurant part, but we would run out to the kitchen looking for gold. We ran into the, uh, the washroom looking for gold. And at one point towards the end, we actually ran down the stairs into the street shouting gold, gold, gold. And uh, I think we stayed down there for about a minute or two before we came back up the stairs. This is a, a great live piece. We had so much fun with it. It's called Gold, Gold, Gold. Okay, Zeke. Tie up the muse. This is the spot. Okie dokie, Amos. Amos, Zeke, I got me a good feeling about this place. Yep, Farley, I knows what you mean. I can practically smell it. These hills is full of... Gold. Well, I got my pick. Let's get digging. Swing that pick. Dig away, Farley. Look, Amos. A piece of rock broke off. Is it gold? Gold. 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 Well, it's early yet. Yep, yep. And I'll go all day and night, if and I have to. Wait, wait. Look at that thing over there next to the boulders. What thing? Over there? Is it? Gold? Gold. 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 Maybe we should be panning instead. In the river. Say, 
Lucky in the river. Is, is that gold? 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 gold. gold. Water. <sighs> well, all this digging and panning has given me one big appetite. What say we have a bit of the grub you brought along, Amos? Grub? Grub? I, I, I didn't bring no grub. It, 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 it was Zeke. Me? I thought you brung it, Farley. <laughs> no grub. We're gonna starve out here. We, we gotta find some food. Rugs, berries, anything. Look, look. <gasps> A potato. 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 A who would believe this used to be a cheap sex aid shop? Well, it's not a sex aid shop anymore. You bet. It's our hardware store. <laughs> I see our first customer waiting. I'll open the door. I'll get the coffee and donuts ready. Okay. Good morning, sir. Have you been waiting long? Four days. Well, <laughs> welcome to the... <laughs> welcome to the home of the handyman. All right. <laughs> Would you like a cup of coffee, sir? No, thanks. It gets me too worked up. <laughs> oh, Tom, another customer. I'll help him. Right, I'll take care of this man. What may I do for you, sir? I want rubber things. Hip waiters? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Tom, the store is filling up. I, I want some magazines. Oh, you're a do-it-yourselfer, are you? <laughs> what if I am? Well, well, sir, we have idea books, stud right. screws and wall attachments, oh, or yeah. leather craft or yard care, oh. rolling and sodding, and yeah. we have a special on goggles to protect your eyes. Is that true? Got any oils? <laughs> Does this polyfilla do everything it says on the box? I want a rotor rooter. Give me some rope and chain. Right, I'll take right. ten feet of this rubber hose. Right. And some edible underwear. Oh, yeah. What? Some edible underwear. <laughs> edible underwear? I'm sorry, sir. This isn't a sex shop anymore. This is a hardware store. Uh, cancel those magazines. Well, I don't want that lathe bed, then. <laughs> yeah, let's leave. Disgusting. Hey, you! You over there, what are you doing here still? Um, I want something for my kitchen. Oh, oh, excuse me, sir. What would you like? A juicer, a Ooh. grinder, a bun warmer? Oh, yeah, give me oh, a get, get out of here! Get out of here. She wears panties, we wear panties together. I wear panties, she wears panties, we wear panties together. I wear panties, she wears panties, we wear panties together. I wear panties, she wears panties, we wear panties together. Hey, Mary, here's that software for the 370 assessing program. Oh, right. Uh, thanks, Jack. Uh, Jack, uh, have you got a moment? Yeah, sure, Mary. What's the problem? Jack, can I be personal with you? Yeah, sure. What is it? Uh, just a sec. 
Well, I'm saying this is a friend, right? Yeah, sure. Well, what, 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 what's wrong? Well, uh, Jack, uh, it's your body odor. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, I don't want you to think I'm being... No, 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 no. I, I, I appreciate you telling me this, Mary. I only say this because I like you a lot. Well, well thank you very much, Mary. I thank just you. I notice it, it sometimes. Yeah, okay, thanks. Especially when it's hot. Right, I see. Or, or when you've been working overtime. Well, I feel better knowing now. Or right now. Do I smell right now? Uh, my eyes are watering up. Do you mind? <laughs> well, I, I, I had no idea. This is Well, yeah, everyone in the office talks about it constantly. It's that bad? Oh, yeah. Your stench is baked right into the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, even your memos reek. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't call it a reek. Well, uh, it killed our dog. What? Well, what? After you came over for the barbecue last week, our dog just curled up and died. That's not true. We thought an outdoor barbecue would be okay, but there was no breeze and, and... I killed a dog. Well, right after the plastic lawn furniture melted. No! Birds fall out of the sky when you're upwind. Mary, why are you saying these things to me? Because I'm your friend, Jack. Friend, friend, sure, some friend. Do, do you think this is easy for me? Do you think it's easy for me to tell someone they're fouler than a cesspool? Yeah, but the other guy's in the office. I had to talk them out of wearing gas masks. Oh, this is crazy. I have a sensitive nose. I don't smell anything. Hey, Jim, do I smell... What? Do I have bad B.O.? Bad? You should tie bags of lime under your arms. Not that I've noticed. Aha! He's just being kind. Mary, why are you lying to me? I'm not. You really Mary. do. Mary! Okay, you don't smell. Then why did you say I did? It was... because I wanted to borrow your pen. You put me through that kind of hell just to borrow my pen? Well, I, uh, I was afraid of... You'd say no. But what good would it do to convince me that I smelled worse than a cesspool? I'm sorry. I guess I just wasn't Here, thinking. here. Of course you can borrow my pen. Just ask me straight out next time. Don't be so oblique. Oh, thanks, Jack. And, oh, by the way, I, I think your breath is Yeah, awful. yeah. Here's the ruler. Take the ruler, too. Thanks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We've been doing frantic times now for several months. And many people have come up to us and say, hey, you haven't got a hit record. They don't often laugh when they say it, but... Well, we think we've come up with a little winner. We call it the Grasshopper People from France. Such thing as Belgium, you know. Belgium, you know. Belgium, you know. There's no such thing as Belgium, you know. It's the grasshopper people from France. Oh, the grasshopper people from France are bad. They make up things to make you mad. They made up Sweden, Greece, and Spain. They even made up my Great Dane. There's no such thing as Germany, you know. Germany, you know. Germany, you know. There's no such thing as Germany, you know. It's the grasshopper people from France. Oh, the grasshopper people from France people invented three-legged pants. Three they wear them for romance when they do the grass. 
grasshopper dance Au long d'esprit danser Bonjour Bonjour Bonjour, it's the grasshopper people from France There's no such thing as grasshopper people from France, you know. Grasshopper people from France, you know. Grasshopper people from France, you know. There's no such thing as grasshopper people from France, you know. Bet you thought there was. Ha 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 ha! Fool you! Ha 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 ha! Fool you! Ha 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 ha! Fool you! It's the sharecropper people called Lance. Richard, Richard Felspar, how are you? Oh, Sally, hi. Richard, Richard, I'd like you to meet my boyfriend, Tom. Hi, Richard. Hi, Tom. Tom, Tom, Richard is that magician friend I told you about. A magician? I know every magic trick there is. Magic is child's play. Uh, uh, Tom, don't be rude. Want to see a good trick, Tom? A good one? I didn't know there were any. Tom. Sure, sure. Okay, here, pick a card. This old one, pick a card. All right, all right, all right. Now, look at it. Now show Sally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now take the deck from me and put the card back in the deck anywhere and shuffle it. Well, this is probably a marked deck or something, right? Tom. Well, it is. Now set fire to the deck and hold it right in your hands. <laughs> okay, they're your cards. Yeah. Ow. Oh. Now, eat the ashes. Uh, I, you don't know what Carter does, do you? I want you to hit your head on the table five times. Good. Now stick your head in the toilet and flush. Go on, admit You don't know. Now dive through this third-story window. Your card was the three of spades. Right. That I know how you did it. Uh, coming up is a monologue that I wrote. That actually turned out to be quite funny. Um, uh, which you sound surprised. I am. <laughs> but one of the things about the frantics is that you bring stuff in, and and you're absolutely certain that you're going to make the other guys laugh. But it's it's not a no guarantee. And then no, when everyone no, does laugh, no, it's that's, it's a tough room. Yeah, but you know what? Everyone is really um, giving and uh, they both supportive. They're very supportive. And this, when I I remember when I first read this, everyone howled with laughter, and and it was a very fine. And look where it is now. That's it's right. in the podcast. That's right. This is called? Oh, it's called um, uh, Sex Manual. The reason I don't read manuals on how to have better sex is not because I'm a prude or embarrassed by sex. It is because at this stage of my life, I would really rather not find out what I've been doing wrong all this time. <laughs> Because so little of what I do seems to please my wife, I kind of just watch for reactions that are clearly negative. <laughs> like sighing. Or like when she suddenly announces, anyway. <laughs> or like a subtle increase of pressure of her knee to my groin. I'm not completely in the dark, although she won't let me turn on the lights. I have figured out that there are some places I can spend quite a bit of time and other places where I really can't 
linger, <laughs> even if they are my favorite places. What I used to think of as a woman's erogenous zones now occur to me as no loitering zones. <laughs> so I do what I must do and move along. About 15 years ago, I asked my wife what she would like me to do differently. I'll never do that again. <laughs> and of course, I pretty much can't suggest anything that I might find alternatively more pleasurable. That would be tantamount to telling her she doesn't know how to satisfy me and that she has let herself go. And that would end whatever meager amount of magic we had generated that evening. <laughs> the bottle of Manischewitz would be wasted. <laughs> she would leave in a huff and I would be left on the couch with a magazine I keep hidden up behind my radial arm saw in the basement. <laughs> I don't like watching people make love in Hollywood movies. It doesn't seem realistic. Like the fact that they're both moving. <laughs> it seems somewhat more realistic if I hit the mute button. But watching people do things I hadn't thought of and would like to try out seems like cruelty. <laughs> it's like reading about Disney World but never going. <laughs> Still, I can't complain. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> I noticed in the Bible when two people have sex, they say he knew of her. Adam knew of Eve. I guess that's what we have. We know of each other. We know when, where, why, and how often. It's what we know. And I know it could be worse. I just don't want to know it could be better. <laughs> Frantic Times goes to press. I'm Mike McMichaels. And I'm Huey P. Carp with these top stories. The game show Let's Make a Deal has been taken to court by contestants who never received the prizes they won. The producers of the show were sentenced to five days or $50 or what Carol has behind curtain number one. <laughs> Huey? I'd take the cash. <laughs> Admiral Hyman Rickover, the 81-year-old chief of the United States Submarine Force, was asked to retire last week by Ronald Reagan because he died in 1954. According to General Motors, car sales are down in most places because consumers are no longer uneducated, naive halfwits who will foolishly spend too much money on a poorly made, oversized piece of junk. Car sales are up in Alberta. I'm from Alberta. <laughs> Alan McKechn again defended his budget and said it has already provided hundreds of jobs for MPs, bank managers, collection agencies, employment offices, the Salvation Army, and the suicide hotlines. 
And finally, Prince Charles told reporters he no longer collects toilet seats after his mother explained what it meant to be born to the throne. It's Rick, and you're listening to the best of the Frantics, because the worst of the Frantics really, well, there wasn't any. Actually, we just put everything in here. We didn't care. I, I don't think we, sorry, I probably should be saying, it's great. You're listening to great, the creme de la creme. Or as we say in English, la creme de la creme. Uh, I have to go. Hi, kid. Welcome to Saving the Elephant Show. I'm Marvin, the star knows more. And today on Saving the Elephant Show, we're going to talk about hospitals. What the hell is going on here? Oh, look who's here, kids. It's Sammy the Elephant. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> Cut the crap, you greasy little dirt muncher. I'm supposed to introduce my own show. Well, well gee, Sammy, I just thought that... You're not paid to think, Gloveface. Sorry, Sammy. Shut up, let's start the show again. <laughs> hi, kids, it's your old pal Sammy the Elephant saying uh, Hi! <laughs> Have you ever been to a hospital? Did you find the hospital to be big and scary? No? Well, you should, because the doctors in the hospital only want to cut you up and hurt you. (laughs) Sammy's just kidding, aren't you, Sammy? (laughs) Eat my trunk, Marvin. Okay, Sammy. If you feel sick now, kids, you'll feel even worse when you go to the hospital. The doctors will slice off your head and sew it onto a chimpanzee's body. Ah, that's silly, Sammy. Doctors are nice. In fact, our special guest today is a doctor. Hi, kids. I'm Dr. Proctor from the Hospital for Sick Boys and Girls. Whoa! What are you doing here, Sawbones? I've come to show the children my special doctor's instruments, Sammy, and to explain what they're used for. Was this your idea, Marvin? Well, well, yes, Sammy. Look, I'm sorry. No, no, I think it's a wonderful idea. Explain away, quack. (laughs) All right, let's go through my little tool bag. Oh, first of all, I have this flat piece of wood. Hey, it looks like a popsicle stick. Oh, no, Marvin. That's a tongue depressor. Although it looks like a popsicle stick, it's actually used for sticking down people's throats. Right, Doctor? That's absolutely right, Sammy. You hear that, kids? He stuffs that hunk of wood down your throat so you gag and cough and scream for mercy. No, no. Of course not. We don't do that. Next item, you overpaid sadist. (laughs) Well, let me see. Ah, the next item is innocent enough. A stethoscope. Oh, 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 I know what that's for. I know you use that to hear a little boy's or girl's heartbeat. That's right, Marvin. We do. And then you take those two ends out of your ears and you put them in your mouth and you suck children's insides out. <laughs> How can you say such a thing? What's this pointy thing here, Doctor? Nothing. Come on, Dr. Proctor, tell Marvin what it is. A needle. Pardon, Doctor? A needle. And what do you do with that needle, Doctor? We, um, we stick it in people's arms. Oh. <laughs> Say, Doctor, do you ever stick that awful needle anywhere else? 
I refuse to be treated this way. I'm a respected surgeon. You stick that needle in people's bums, don't you, doctor? (laughs) Go ahead, deny it, doctor. Well, sometimes we have... Sammy, Dr. Proctor only wants to help people. He only wants to make them well. No, no, Marvin. He wants to hurt little boys and girls. He wants to hear them scream. Isn't that true, doctor? Sammy... Yes! Yes, it's true. I use my stethoscope to suck out the insides of people, and I staple their lips shut. You're right. Hospitals are horrible places, and we all love torturing children and people. I'm sorry. Well, that's all the time we have for today, kids. Oh, gee, Sammy, I'm sorry for not believing you. That's okay, Marvin. You can apologize to me after your tonsillectomy. No. Be sure to tune in next week when we'll find out what happens to children who have to stay in after school for detentions. The Sammy the Elephant Show is brought to you by Waldo Toys, the fun toys that you can choke to death on. Well, it's song time. And what have we pulled out for this one, Paul? Oh, let me show you what I pulled out. Nope, sorry, wrong topic. Um, can I read another uh, Facebook post? Oh, before we go, absolutely. Sure, sure. So anyways, uh, M. Louise Fabiani, I hope I got that right. She said, Yes. Um, saw two live shows in the mid-80s. Oh, I don't like where this is going. I am very, very old. Well, don't like where this is going now at all. <laughs> but still love you guys, even after all these years. Bring back Mrs. Sarnicki. Your skin will be so soft, you'll swear you have no bones in your face. <laughs> Did she make that up, or is that one of the lines? I think that's one of the lines she remembers. But don't you remember, all our fans know our bits better than we do. Yes, we went to uh, we went to Halifax and played the uh, something Rosen Theater. Was it? Uh, in, it was. We'd never played Halifax before, and as we were laying out our props, the audience were uh, shouting lines back and forth to one another. That was one of my most uh, uh, one of those memories you take with you forever and ever. That's right. Someone someone was shouting Bala lines, and then someone else was shouting something else. That was just an. Um, thank you, Halifax. Yes, thank you for remembering our lines, so we don't have to. And uh, this song is called. Uh, Yugoslavia. Oh. Um, it was uh, features me uh, doing my Carol Pope impersonation. <laughs> now, uh, people may remember that we did this uh, for our TV show, Four on the Floor. That's right. And it got yanked off the air. Why, Paul? Oh, because apparently the prime minister at the time had a Yugoslavian wife. And, and who was the prime minister at the time? Uh, uh, ben Mulroney? No, Brian. Brian? <laughs> Brian Mulroney. And uh, Mila was Slovenian or something, and everybody thought, oh, you're making fun of Mila. So so not only are we playing a song about a country that doesn't exist anymore, it was about a dictator that nobody knows about either. So we are very current in oh, the show. We, are, we have our <laughs> finger on the pulse of a dead corpse. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> let's listen to Yugoslavia. <laughs> what a throw. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome... Direct from Vatican City, the wife of the Pope, Carol Pope. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What socialist nation uh, lights up at night? This country of communist delight and degrade me in Belgrade 
I love you. Tire me up in Yugoslavia. And this country's a bitch. But when the lights go down, uh, there's a socialist disease uh, uh, that's going around. I lick my lips uh, to some American jeans. Uh, oh, you tease me so, you hot Slovene. Best of Frantic Times podcast featuring the Frantics, uh, Paul Chato, Rick Green, Dan Riddican, and Peter Wildman. Yay, that's me! <laughs> yes, the sound effects were created by Anton Zabo, Dave Perry, produced at that time by uh, Minky Perry. Now, it's presently produced by Derek Wellsman. Special guest stars were uh, Carolyn Scott and Maggie Butterfield and Ma- Ma- Maggie Ruffman. Perfect. That was so good. <laughs> All right, in ready, three, two, one. Boot to the head! You didn't even know what we were going to say. Good night, everybody. Uh, we just listened to that show, and we'd like to apologize to Kathy Perry, who we called Dave Perry. And uh, well, there were a lot of things in there that were mostly Chattel's fault. I'm washing my hands of this whole episode. If you want to complain, go to Facebook. Just, just crap on Chattel. He's. I'm done talking.